Have you tried to domesticate him yet? While Santa is preparing his fat sack, Catholic priests rubbing their hands together in seasonal anticipation, and Rudolph's wife is getting ready to hit the town to blow a few bucks. The crew at points of the round table have been working hard on your Christmas present, and again, we've come early. Welcome to the 12 days of Christmas. Hello everyone, welcome to Pints of the Round Table. I am Monty Morgan. I'm here with Tinsel Toes Tara. Hey. I'm, oh, I'm gonna fix that. I'm here with Sleigh Bell Styles. Ew. <laughs> I like that one better. <laughs> Ew. That was I wasn't expecting better. that one. I like it better. That was so good. Oh. And of course, the absolutely wonderful Matt Damon, Mel Damon, is here waiting for you to unwrap him. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I put oh. extra layers on. Ooh, I, love, I love layers. If there's one thing people say about me. They're like, Monty, you look so good in layers. Is that what they say about you? I'm not actually sure what they say about Have me. Have you ever seen him with his scarf on? Yeah, hello. Top notch. Um, I could tell you they say something fake. Namaste. Ass <laughs> motherfucker. Dude. <laughs> I shit you not. She texted me again. Which one? The one that shows up every two years. Remember? <laughs> the one that called me a fake namaste Eeyore sore ass motherfucker <laughs> or whatever. God, I'll have to go way down for it. Maybe if you would have went way down for it, she wouldn't have talked to you like that. Maybe he shouldn't have gone way down for it the first time. Yeah. She shit. Yeah, she messaged me and she's like, when was this? The last time she did it, it was... February, May 22nd, 2020, and then May 25th, still not talking. Then May 27th, another message. And then Monday, July 27th, another message. And then again Sunday, November 8th, another message. And you didn't answer any of that. No. This bitch is nuts. Psycho cat, knock it off. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she didn't even use the litter box. She just got in it and fucking scratched the sides. She knows you're busy. Bitch is fucking crazy. You. What's she so what you say in November? Hi, hope you're staying well and COVID free. Happy holidays to you from that one woman. Oh, she sounds crazy, Monty. I don't know. That sounds nuts. No, she's batshit crazy. She friended me and she had some guy she was like engaged with and was like hitting on me and sending me nudes. And I was like, I'm not interested. First of all, you had. She, she had her fiance sending you nudes? And no, she was sending me nudes. Oh, that's not as interesting. No. And she kept like sending me stuff. And I was like, I'm just not interested at all. She's like, we have so many common friends. I'm like, that doesn't mean I want to see your butthole. <laughs> I mean, why not? I don't understand. And then anyway, I was like, listen, please don't talk to me. I'm just not interested in someone that's like that. And she was like, yeah, I mean, I sent you a formal apology for my irrational behavior. And I feel like that would be enough for us to be friends. But I've never met her. She lives like 800,000 hours away. All right. She is in Arkansas. I'm in Kansas, but it's less than 800,000 hours. It's like a six, seven hours. Probably. It's, it's Arkansas. That's far enough. Anyway. We don't, we don't. Have any and then, so she sent me like a bunch more nudes, like three or four oh, days yeah. later. 
And I Why was like, Why did you say those to me when that guy was asking for pictures of mine for money? Because they're not good news. I mean, to me, they're not. I don't know. Either way, it. I hope you're all having a fantastic Christmas. That's. I hope yeah. you're all getting better presents than I am. Mm, I'm sorry, Monty. That's okay. Uh, so there's far, I've gotten none. Worse, I gave you a Christmas present I mean, the other night. Free well, I showed you a Christmas present. Yeah. Free nudes exactly. are nice, but it'd be great if they weren't from somebody who was with somebody. Fiance. Yeah. Free nudes are nice, yeah. but you know it'd be better if they didn't try to charge you eight ninety nine a month a fucking. You just gotta be upfront about that stuff. I mean, come uh, on. You know, you'd think. Pop I mean, it's just like the drug trade. Over. The first time you just give it to them, and then the next time you're like, no, oh. that's gonna be 20 bucks. No, it was great. Just, <sighs> just what Chase said. It was like the, the old school drug dealer. Like, first one's free, but now it's $8.99. <laughs> yep. You are both wonderful friends. Yep. That's the, Wonder, ne- the next word that were Wonder coming Wall out friends. of my mouth where you guys are. Both my oasis. Hey, yeah. at least you have experiences. I don't have much of that. That's true. I was thinking there. I just don't have the kind of weekly stories that you bring to the table. Like, I don't necessarily have, want them. You, well, you get them. It would be nice okay. just to have a normal week where nothing I mean, fucking weird happens. <laughs> you know, we, we could spread them out across the three of us, and all of us could have a story every once in a while. And say, yeah, you, know, you could you just get all you pretend them. that yours are ours. I could. I could just give you like what happens to me, and you're like, you're never going to guess what happened. And you start telling a yeah. story. I'm like, that's not how it went. She was like this. That's, that's not a bad idea. Can we have like we we send Chris our stories from life, and then and then he reads them in his ridiculous voice, like his ridiculous over the top voice and and then and then and then somebody has to guess whose story it is. <gasps> Ooh, like he's our Charles Bronson, or our um Charles Bronson, our uh, Charles Manson no, with a B, our Morgan Jack, um, Samuel Morgan. Morgan Freeman. Thank you. He's our yeah. Morgan Freeman. He's our Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Although I like yeah. the idea of Chris as our Charles Bronson too. All right, you fucking bastard. You just kicking ass. <laughs> okay. All right. Jesus Christ. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Christmas Day, whatever the fuck ever we're on right now. Um, what are we talking about today, Tara? Oh, I'm first. <laughs> today we're we talking about. about- what Monty's about to tell us. All right. About Grilla. Praise Grilla, a terrifying Christmas cannibal with 13 deviant sons. In Iceland, 54% of the population believe in elves and other paranormal beings. Grilla, who is believed to kidnap bad children and cook them into a soup, plagues them every year, as do her 13 Yule lads. So more people in Iceland believe in elves than people in America vote for president. Yes. I want to go to Iceland. I want to go to Iceland, too. It sounds great. It does. I'll, vo- I'll vote for an elf. Hell yeah. You wish it? And in Norway, they believe in trolls. They have more belief in trolls than they do in anything else. It's insane. But this is Iceland. Um, <laughs> the Christmas season is a magical, enchanting, and fraught with heinous stories of diabolical, supernatural beings. Boughs of holly deck hallways, sugar plum fairies dance inside children's heads, and old... And an old man forces himself into chimneys around the world after months of <laughs> tirelessly surveying children. There are so many wonderful stories that are told during Christmas, like those of reindeer who fly in the sky and also make people trip if you drink their pee. Mm-hmm. Or of Krampus, the Christmas demon that beats children with sticks and drowns them in streams. Then, of course, there is Grilla, the hideous Icelandic cannibal troll woman who abduct- abducts children and boils them to death. Like lobsters. They're, 
a kid lobster. I bet the lobsters taste better. Are I don't, I've never kid, had kids. Are they putting the kids yeah. in butter? Maybe they say humans taste sweet like pork, so who knows? Is yeah. that what they say? They do. I wondered if. I mean, know, I just. Are, eat we, my are we red meat so. like cow? I like the way he looked at me. He's like, is that what they say? And I'm like, they do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I would like you to introduce yeah. me to them. Damn, Tara. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. You, <laughs> you literally look like you just rolled out of a bed from some weird gangbang in a frat house somewhere. <laughs> Do I look you're that still kind of hungover. It's I'm like, not hungover. You I just cracked eat- a beer. I'm just saying your appearance is magical. I, I don't think you look that rough. Like it looks like you rolled out of bed from a perfectly normal gang bed. Gangbang. <laughs> it's a perfectly normal gangbang. Well, and I'm talking weird because my fucking lip. So I feel like I'm back to turtle lip terror. Like I can't even smile properly. I'm talking weird because of my lip. <sighs> All right, guys. Well, uh, see you next week. All right. See you in seven days. <laughs> Descriptions of Grilla vary across time, but she is often depicted as a monstrous female being with hooves. Hell yeah. Sounds like me. Clop, clop. <laughs> in some stories, Grilla looks like a sheep who walks like a human. I want to see one of those. I would yeah. also like to see that. Girl, you, you bad. Come here. <laughs> In others, she is clearly a troll. You can stay over there, actually. <laughs> Keep the sheep. Sometimes she has 300 heads that... or a beard. Oh, man. Or, <laughs> or blue eyes on the back of her head. This bitch got to make her mind up. One description portrays Grilla as having 15 tails. Together, bearing 100 balloons filled with children. This is not a circus I want to go to. I, oh, wow. I don't know. I kind of want to go. Maybe there's more than one. More than one Fish. Grilla? Or maybe you you see the appearance of her that she wants you to see, and that's why there's so many. Mm. Maybe she's mad. How do you come up with 15 tails having 100 balloons filled I want to know. Like, who comes up with this Listen, idea? Listen, have you ever accidentally microdosed? And by microdosed, I mean the whole bag? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what we talked yeah. about. It's called a macro dose. Yeah, exactly. a macro dose. <laughs> that's that's how we, that's how people come up with this. They're like, dude, man. I want to know who counted the three hundred heads. A one, a two, a three. And why is it three hundred heads but one beard? <laughs> like, which head has the beard? How or do big all the was, heads the, was the beard? All the, like uh, come together. One huge beard. Yes, the size of a house. That's a huge and then, beard. And then, do they all have the blue eyes on the back of the head? And then I assume because they said blue that the ones in the front aren't blue. Questions. It's oddly, it's oddly specific. I'm just, you know. Maybe we'll find and then out. Leaves but it's, a lot of it's also oddly not specific, too. Right, right. Exactly. Mm. Mm-hmm. She is told to come to town around Christmas time and pick up naughty kids, disobedient kids, and take them to the mountain where she lives, explains Magnus H. Harp. What? Yeah. That's an easy one. Sharp Henderson. No. Why is there? That's really. Sharp. Kind of an easy one. It really is. How do you say it? Skurfitzkinson. Yeah, Skurfitzkinson. What? The headmaster of the elf school. They have schools for elves? They do, apparently. A Reykjavik-based institution devoted to Iceland folklore. She cooks and makes a soup of them. I'm proud of you. Got the last one to even phase through it. Yeah. I know. I don't know how that happened. And Skirf- nope. Skirf- 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 opinion. Grilla is most like 
definitely some combination of fact and fiction. I think the origin of her is somebody saw a mean nature spirit around Christmas in the dark, and that's where this started. And it's escalated. I don't know why he sounds like that. That's a good question. I was going to ask. I mean, yeah, he's Icelandic, not his voice. I don't know what ice sounds like, except for like, (laughs) as you break it up. That is racist. Skirksy Vertsen. <laughs> Making an ice reference to Iceland is racist. That's that's racist. Uh, all right there. Yeah. To be clear, Skirfitkinson firmly believes in elves, hidden people, and other supernatural entities. The distinction between the first two categories is that elves are small magical beings who look strange and have big ears, whereas hidden people are quite similar to human beings. They tend to sheep, keep house, and sow fields but exists in a dimension that overlaps with our own. I've met more than 900 people who've seen elves and hidden people. And I've met five or six people that have seen trolls and probably one of them have seen Grilla, Skirfitkinson tells broadly. His experience with these witnesses has left him totally convinced of the existence of these phenomenon. Absolutely convinced. Yeah. He's, he's but he's sounds- never seen them. He's just met so many people that have. Right. I mean, as head of the elf school. (laughs) (laughs) Skirfitzkinson is far from alone in this regard. Belief in mystical beings like Grilla is quite normal in Icelandic culture. As The Atlantic reported in 2013, a 1998 study found that 54% of Icelanders believe that elves and hidden people exist. Icelanders are so concerned with supernatural entities, in fact, that civic civic development will sometimes take these paranormal entities into account. Most famously, there was an eight-year-long debate between the government, environmentalists, and elf believers spanning from 2007 (laughs) and 2015 (laughs) when the construction of a new highway threatened to destroy a 50-ton elf church. Oh, my God. Yeah, you ain't getting rid of my church. (laughs) Could you imagine that battle? We should write this down. We should do an episode on this. That sounds great. Our beast in, like, burdens or whatever we're coming up yeah. with down the road I, i'm gonna write it down now before i forget oh uh, could you imagine you cannot take our church of elves <laughs> how is an elf church 50 tons that's i don't who who picked it up and put it on I mean, a scale with elves are that small that's a huge 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 church for like, not all elves are small there's, there's, there's 900 oh, of that's them true. tall that's slender true. elves there's the drow elves i mean there's so mm-hmm. many different types of i want to know who picked up the church and put it on a scale well we're talking about christmas elves in niceland so the giant elves picked the church up oh little christmas elves little I christmas I, elves. I don't know if they're tiny or not <laughs> it's christmas they're tiny <laughs> Well, naturally, the elves won, and construction workers uprooted the massive rock to appease them. Hell yes. According to the Guardian, the threat of displeasing elves is so real that even non-believers would rather play it safe than risk incurring the wrath. Wow. (laughs) Nice. That's fucking nuts. People are so like... Just in case, let's go. I don't believe it's a just in case. Right, right. Well, there's, there's, there's no reason to just try it out. I mean, why we gotta piss them off unnecessarily? Let's just. uh, Some people don't really believe in superstition, but they still mark an X when a black cat goes by. Just, just in case. What? Wait, I've never heard that. Mark an X. What? Yeah, like if a black cat crosses your path, you're supposed to like people will lick their finger and like put an X on their windshield. No, if a black cat crosses your path, you pick it up and you pet it. Yeah, that's what I said. Mark an X, like with your tongue, like you use a tongue, I, I don't, like a tongue pin. 
Oh God, this is why we. Need oh yeah, video. the way Mel did it. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly. The actor knows. I'm just gonna look for black cats constantly now. Yeah, straight up. I know you'll I've never. I've never heard that one. I mean, like I know, like you know, if you and somebody else are walking together and like you know get separated by a pole, you're supposed yeah, you, to. Yeah, you don't split the pole. Bread and butter. Yeah, like I, I don't believe in superstition per se, but I'm gonna go around the pole with them mostly because I don't. I get sick of people being like, "Don't fucking split the pole." Like I don't care, but other people do, so I just try not to do it. It's the only time I've ever heard Tara say she's not gonna go around the pole. Well, yes, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, Christmas miracle. I'm disappointed. So the elves are winning. Fantastic. Well, yeah. similarly. Many Icelanders fear and respect Grilla, who is an iconic folk figure in Nordic island country. I, rem- I remember how sacred we Icelandic kids were of this terrible troll Grilla, and she still gives me the crepes. I love crepes. <laughs> One native put it in an article for Ice- Iceland's largest online travel guide. How many people are traveling to Iceland? I'm going to write that down. I want to look at the travel guide. Same. Indeed, the ogreus appears in texts throughout history in the origins of drama. In Scandinavia, folkloristic professor and author Terry Gunnell writes that Gryla, <clears throat> she was clearly recognized as an ugly troll figure in Iceland as least as far back as the 14th century. <clears throat> That's how professors sound. Exactly. Perumping. You've obviously had many professors. Uh, yes, I have. Uh, Stack Gesture's only passion in life is to sneak up on sheep and suck their nipples. It's relatable. It's quite the same way. What segment. the fuck's a Stack Gesture and why does he do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's what he does. That's, it's, uh, oh. uh, stick Gesture, isn't that the... Um, one of the kids, right? She has 13 fucking shitty goddamn kids. <laughs> oh, are they naming the kids? Uh, n- Not in this one, but I- anyway, all right. Oh, uh, hell. Gryla? Uh, <clears throat> sorry, I did not see that. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, he stuck up on me and got my nipple. <laughs> I'm not a sheep, though. Uh, Gryla has remained a staple in Iceland in part because she is the mother of the nation's version... Mother of the nation's version of Santa Claus. The Yule Lads, these 13 troll-like men, come to your home sequentially in the 13 days preceding Christmas. And they give their children rotting potatoes or presents. Or presents. Or presents. And oh, so instead of, instead of coal, it's right. a rotting potato. Right. Which is way worse than coal. Coal you can at least use a rotting potato. Yeah. Coal is uh, You can use a rotting potato in your compost pile. You could. And you say you're not a sheep, but you are pretty hairy. This is true. I'm a hairy man. Wooly. Look at this. Look at this. Wooly. Look at this. Wooly. I got a nice. That's the real reason you haven't ever went to visit Chris. You're afraid he's going to put you on the farm. I'm afraid he's going to shave me and try and shear you. (laughs) (laughs) You sure you want to do this? No. All right. No. (laughs) More importantly, these freaks are each defined by their unique fetishes. Nice. Nice. For example, the bowl liquor, Ascalister, Liquorier, Ascaslier, I I can't do it. (laughs) What is the, what the fuck? Ascaclier. Ascaclier enjoys hiding beneath children's beds and licking bowls. 
which is, like, <laughs> which is honestly, it may not sound like a lot, but imagine sitting across from somebody you can't see and just hearing them chew for like, I mean, like in a bowl. The only good thing out of it is kids do tend to, if they eat in their room, hide the bowls under their beds. So at least they're not getting all moldy. My kids never hid. My kids never hid in their room, really. Then there is Gluglaglier, charmingly known as the window peeper. What Around is Christmas it? time, the window peeper. Gluglaglier? Yeah, Gluglaglier. Gluglaglier. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a. Gluglaglier. I've heard that noise before. They call it gloggle. How would you pronounce glugagier? I think it's glugagier. 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 Yep. Charmingly known as the window peeper. The creep. Around Christmas time, this voyeur enjoys sneaking up to windows and watching the people inside. Well, who doesn't? I mean, oh. Wait a minute, what? I don't do it specifically around Christmas time, but... Oh. Oh, where's your holiday spirit? All year round? <laughs> well, I mean, you could spread the love a little bit more at Christmas, that's all. Mm, nobody wants this spread on them. Hmm. Perhaps know. worst of all... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do these fucking names. Stack, stack jester? Stack jester. Stick jester. Yeah. Has long, stiff legs. And can't bend his knees. Josh. Oh, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> the condition is quite sad as Stick Jaster, only, his only passion is in life is to sneak up on sheep and suck on their nipples, which is hard <laughs> to do without bending down. Oh, how, what a torment. <laughs> That's it. I just want the sheep nipples so bad, but these legs and these knees, I just don't bend well. Oh. That's bad. Just pick him up and suckle the teat. This is, this is oh, maybe story. he does. Like, we just got like a fat guy who does presents down a chimney, but these stories are way cooler. Way cooler. I know. We're so lazy as Americans. We couldn't even like invent cool shit to tell our kids. No. Yeah. But like yeah. there's a fat guy that comes down the chimney. We don't know how he fits. It's magic. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> who is that? Who's that? Who's what? Somebody talk. I'm talking. I heard kind of a poppy noise. Yeah, okay, it's gone now. Okay, good. When pulled, the Icelandic people consistently rate... Hold on. Curtis Snicker? I can't can't do it. Yeah, uh, good job. Okay, Curtis Snicker. Okay, so when pulled, the Icelandic people consistently rate Curtis Snicker to be the most popular Yule lad, perhaps because he does not suck on animals, (laughs) (laughs) make your belongings, or watch humans through their windows. Curtin Snicker does like to stalk children and steal their candles. Tara. Hey, but considering the alternatives, maybe that's not so bad. This sounds like it was written by Curtis Snicker. It was. Curtis Snicker actually <laughs> wrote the whole thing. He's like, I, the other Yule lads are assholes. Me? I just like candles, man. I mean, me too. In addition to a baker's dozen of fetishist adult children, Grilla has a shitty husband and a terrifying cat. Yola Cooter. <laughs> Yola Cooter, the Yule Cat, is huge and oddly capitalistic. This entity is psychotically obsessed with new clothes. If children don't, or if children don't receive new clothing during Christmas time, this massive cat is said to eat them. A terrible cat, Scar Fittinson's of the Elf School says. He's big, very, very big and mean. He's mean. But not as bad as Greenlow. 
Scarf Edinson seems to particularly dislike the Yule Cat and perhaps the United States. That's fair. He describes a nefarious feline as so American, adding that he looks like a real American in the Republican <laughs> Party. <laughs> like an actual Republican. This guy does not like cats or the United States. That's why don't we have the or Republicans, apparently. It's obviously fit right in i'm no longer celebrating christmas once i have kids i'm celebrating this stuff yeah this is great this is what i'm telling you it's from now on we're doing ice i'm telling since we go downstairs i'm telling bed we're we're not going to get an iceland yeah we're We're going to get a giant fucking cat that's right (laughs) Uh, some tales describe grilla as murdering some of her husbands According to Iceland Magazine, Grilla has been married three times. She ate her first husband, Guster, mm-hmm. and later killed a husband named Boley. Those just sound like spices for soup. It does. They kinda. really do. Guster and Boley? Yeah. I think she saved some of Guster to mix with her Boley. <laughs> oh. <that's laughs> she remains wed to a pathetic man named Lapalui. <laughs> <laughs> who lolls about uselessly in their cave dwelling while Grilla does all the work of killing children. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking slacker. Ray's so useless. No, she's just gonna kill more children today. Fucking lop Louie. I'll just be here not doing too much trouble. I don't want to get eaten like <laughs> Guster and Bully. Oh, hell. Oh, this is the best Christmas story ever. It really, it really is. is. I love this. Alright, well I wonder if Skurfitzkinson thinks Grilla might be a feminist icon of sorts. Seeing as she's so independent and apparently not afraid of asserting herself, sometimes when I see the dark side of the feminist, I think she might be, he replied, rather confoundingly given Iceland's reputation as heaven as a heaven for gender equality. Haven? Haven. Okay. But I got Skurfitzkinson. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> These extreme feminists, they're over-controllers. They want to control everything. Want control to males and the sexual preference and behavings. They want to control the family. They want to control everything. Grilla seems to be like that. I feel like this guy is... Is this the same guy? Oh, it is Skirfitzkinson. Well, he's got a new accent now, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I I changed his voice, too. It's great. That's all right. What a douche. The tale of of Grilla is so old, fearsome, and popular, he adds that in the 1700s, it became illegal for parents to use Grilla to frighten their children. But Skirfitzkinson does it anyways. One time, he called his home and played a prank on his family by pretending to be a Yule lad. When his daughter answered the phone, Skarfitzkitson told her that his mother, Grilla, was angry with her for being disobedient. She hid beneath the bed in the bedroom, and she was very good and obedient after that. Damn, he got Southern, Skarfitzkitson says. Yeah, but then he wants to call women out for being... Quote, feminist, unquote. Controlling, yeah. wants to control the whole family. What's but this instead being? of, like, dealing with his kid and being like, hey, we don't do that. That's not appropriate. He's like, I'm going to prank call my daughter and tell her. I'm yeah, that's not. He should have told her not to hide under the bed with the bowl liquor. Yeah, maybe that's why she went under the bed. I don't know how old this girl is. <laughs> I like this one. Me too. And that, folks, is our tale of Grilla, the feminist, that's apparently. And the fat Republican Cat. Yes, the fat Republican. No, that the cat. Well, we did a Yule Cat episode with John Boy. I think that's day three or two. Yeah. I can't remember what. It hasn't aired yet. But end up, you guys. Did you cover his right-leaning politics? The, the <laughs> no. Yule Cat? Yeah. No, that, I thanked Grandma episode? for socks, so I didn't get fucking eaten. 
Yeah. He's, I, right. I think I called him a social terrorist. Yeah, that sounds about right. I don't remember what I said because that was a minute ago. And I can't remember shit. Oh, yeah. So, Grilla. 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 And like Scarf gets in. in. Good job like on Snow the. Snow White and the dwarves. But the, the third, they're all her kids and two dead yeah. husbands and one that doesn't do shit. Not Louie. And one sexist professor. Yeah. <laughs> Of the elf school? Oh, that's not the same guy, is it? <laughs> yeah. No, it is. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, jeez. Mm -hmm. The headmaster at the elf school is a sexist. He's probably he's probably never seen a feminist the way he's never seen an elf. <laughs> he's probably been rejected by every woman and elf he's ever met. So he's like, well, women ain't shit. <laughs> They're just too controlling to try and tie a man like me down. I don't know why he's so fucking southern. Uh, as soon as he went that sexist, it's like that's just a natural. That is how that went. Well, well, well. All right, you need to get back in that kitchen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, mixed me up a bowl of bully. Was that was his name? Yeah. Bully? Yeah. Bully, yeah. Yeah. I can't have a bowl of bully. Well, then you're going to have to have some guster. That's yes. all we got. <laughs> Guest will settle for that. All right, guys. Well, we hope you're having a fantastic holiday, and I hope you guys got everything you wanted, including socks, so you don't get eaten by the social terrorist cat. Wait, I got Josh socks. Okay, good. So he'll make it. Yeah. Just, Josh didn't get me socks, but my sock guy gave me socks, so I got socks. Wait, but, but you then, have to give those socks back. Yeah, I was gonna no, say. So the sock guy gave like him twenty pairs socks. just for me. You're super quiet, Tara. He sent me like twenty pairs just for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just for you. Did he not send me it? Why didn't I get a pair of socks? Um, I don't know. You didn't ask. Listen, uh, you should. That's true. No one. Help him out. Teach him the philosophies. Of Tell you what. Snoop Dogg. It ain't no fun. Snoop so Dogg. can't have none. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. He was talking about socks in that song. Just so you know. Exactly. Just so, yeah. Okay. Just so you know. That entire song. Tell you what. About you should mail me some of your socks. And let me wear them. My socks that go all the way up to the bottom of my butt cheeks. I'm not wearing those. Those are not socks anymore. I'm pretty sure those are just buttless pants. <laughs> yeah, those are those. <laughs> they're leggings without the crotch. Yeah. Crotchless leggings. They're, they're <laughs> underwear they're without the underpart. What are those? Yeah, they're. I'm. They're just legs. I really want to see a pair, but I don't at the same time. They're Can like thigh highs, but they go all the way up. Is it because you're short or because they go all the way up? I don't know. Both? All right, made for Josh, but then you wear them. You should just wear one like a fucking hat and let it hang down off the <laughs> yes! back of your head like a yes! snorkel or something. That's a great idea. Maybe I will. Maybe you will. All right. Well, anyways, right. we are Pines to the Round Table. Hope you enjoyed listening. I love you guys. Cheers. Love you. Cheers. Cheers. Love you and them. Oh, fuck. I forgot to hit record again. <laughs>